once you're awakened to this, once you're awakened to the intuition within you, your daily routine, connecting to yourself and allowing yourself to feel and know and go with all these connections, then it does. It's like what you said, your life just becomes so much more purposeful and you're serving and you're living your passion. And it gets me so excited because there's so many areas that you can take it into your life, but it does have to begin with ritual and it does have to begin with routine. What's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. This podcast is perfect for you if you are hungry to continue growing a business that you love so you can live a life that you get to design. The 2017 Biz Women Rock retreat is officially open. If you're ready to go big in your business, then this retreat was designed for you. Three days of intense work to get clear on what you really want for your business in the upcoming year. An intimate group of fellow women entrepreneurs just like you who are there to help you mastermind and brainstorm and see things that you can't quite see. Here's what a few of last year's attendees had to say. This Biz Women Rock retreat set me up for the next year perfectly. I learned so many things about systems and marketing and strategies that I maybe either even knew a little bit about or didn't know anything about. The collection of really intelligent women led by Katie made it so that I could take all of my vision and all of my passion for serving and helping people and turn it into something that was manageable, on time, with a strategy that is easy for me to wrap my mind around. So being around amazing, powerful women that are from all different industries really gives you a different perspective and different ideas that you're not thinking of because you're mired in your own industry. I think the energy that we all bring to each other is uh, in a very sharing environment is just unbelievable. People had ideas that I hadn't thought of. People took my ideas and really validated them. Some people were able to take that idea and jump one more, and that's very useful. Not only will you leave the retreat with a doable action plan that you can implement for this upcoming year, but you'll leave with an intimate group of friends, women who know what this journey is like and are here to be part of your success for the next level in your business. So come join us. The Biz Women Rock Retreat is happening on December 1st through 3rd, 2017 in Orlando, Florida. And it's going to happen in a nine-bedroom luxurious mansion. You can check out all the details and reserve your spot at bizwomenrock.com forward slash retreat. One of my favorite parts about the Biz Women Rock community is that I have a very cool opportunity to become really good friends with so many of you fabulous ladies. And a giant highlight this past year has been becoming friends with Tina Conroy. She's been a member of the community for years, and it's been such a pleasure getting to know her as a coaching client, a mastermind participant, and even a featured guest at the upcoming Biz Women Rock Retreat. She's going to be doing special yoga and Reiki sessions, by the way. 
So today, Tina and I are having an in-depth conversation about how you can tap into your intuition, your inner voice, your spiritual self, whatever you want to call it, in order to produce big results for you and your business. And ultimately, so that you can thoroughly enjoy your journey as a woman entrepreneur. Tina is the host of the Intuitive Woman podcast and a spiritual teacher, a Reiki practitioner, and a yoga instructor who is super passionate about helping people, mostly women, deepen their experience as a spiritual being in this world. During this interview, we go into practical spiritual habits anyone can implement that can have a profound impact on your connection to your intuition. And of course, we talk about how this actually shows up in your business that can help you make better decisions keep those negative self-doubting thoughts at bay and push you into the direction that is ultimately ideal for you and your business and the big impact that it has on others. And super big bonus at the end, Tina is giving away a free three-day spiritual habit challenge. So make sure you listen to that. It is a super cool experience that you get to have completely free. So without further ado, here is the amazing Tina Conroy. Tina Conroy, I can't even tell you how excited I am to finally have you on my show. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) There's about a gazillion reasons why I'm excited to have you here. First and foremost is that through you being a part of the Biz Women Rock community for so many years, you and I have become friends. You have been a client of mine. You are part of my mastermind right now. You're part of the academy. Like You're super involved in the community itself. And I have had the pleasure of just getting to know you as a person and just falling in love with who you are. And the second major reason is because I so want to make sure that fellow members of the Biz Women Rock community know about what that is and like what is so awesome about you and what you do. So I feel so privileged to have you here finally. And one of the things that I wanted to make sure to highlight is that we're going to be talking a little bit about intuition today and how it is in line with your business and how you can use it and leverage it for your business. And that tends to be like a woo-woo topic, but I want to make it really practical. And so I want to officially introduce you as like the intuitive woman. Talk a little bit about the podcast that you have. And then I want to get into a little bit of the background as to why you consider yourself the the intuitive woman. Well, first of all, I'm totally all in. I call it Katie in with everything. So I am on board 110%. I love everything you do and I love the community that you've built. So Thank I'm you. so appreciative to just be here. The Intuitive Woman and the Intuitive Women podcast. And it's sort of a new branding for me. It came out of podcast multimedia when I met you for the first time in Orlando. And to take on that name was a huge step for me, but I was ready. And you also know when you listen to your intuition, you're ready. So I want to talk so much about that because intuition is my passion. The Intuitive Women podcast, it's definitely a podcast for everyone, but I do have a lot of women that listen. And the basis is to be passionate, to connect to your intuition, for women to be empowered, and to take that intuition to every day. A lot of people, like you said, feel like it's woo Like it's this woohoo thing. It's for some people and some people have the gift or they're psychic or fortune telling all this stuff. But honestly, when we break it down, every single person, and since we're talking about women are highly intuitive and it just becomes that, how do we tap into it? How do we build that muscle? And then how do we use it in our lives? I happen to do it as part of my living and working with people and doing intuitive readings. However, 
if you tap into intuition, you can bring it into every single facet of your life and your business. And it's so funny that this is a topic today. So recently within the free private Facebook group that we have, Biz Women Rock, one of the members had asked the question about like who considers themselves spiritual. And there were so many comments on that thread because I think most women really consider themselves to be pretty spiritual and pretty like well-rounded in the sense of like kind of knowing who they are, knowing that there's something big or knowing that we're all connected. Like there's some version of that going on. And I, this is why I love what you do is because if you do the work to get even more in tune with that, like the results that it can produce are pretty massive. And most importantly, the results of like feeling really good about life, like actually enjoying what you're doing, enjoying this journey. It's really powerful. Yeah. And you know what? I remember that post and I remember commenting and that's the thing. It's like bringing it out of a lot of people will talk about the spiritual closet, right? Like bringing it out in front of the spiritual closet. And I have a lot to say about that. And when that post came up, I loved it because they're so open in your community, which I love. And you're so authentic and you're so real. So it allows people to be themselves, which is a huge part of intuition, actually. And so I remember that post because so many people were, oh, it's woohoo, or do you do this? Or is that weird? And it was just became a conversation. And that's exactly what it needs to be. I had a teacher that used to say, everyone used to say, intuition is your sixth sense. And she says, it's your first sense because it's always there. It's not something we have to look for, but a lot of people just forget about it. That's so true. When did you know that you had a gift? Because what we're talking about is a little bit deeper than being connected to sort of a sense of spirituality. I mean, you really have a very special gift that not everyone has. So how were you introduced to that gift? How did you have your first run in with really being seriously, deeply connected to intuition and to kind of a bunch of other stuff, really? Yeah, I know, right? It's like coming out of the woodwork. So as a young child, I was really scared of the dark and I was always really afraid to go to sleep. And I had all those things happening. And when I look back now, I know that spirit was trying to connect with me. And that's just a lot of children are very intuitive and open as they are. We just come into this world and we're open. And so there was a lot of things that happened in my childhood. It was just scary dreams. And I don't even think they were dreams. I really think spirit was connecting with me. But because I was brought up Catholic, it was always a bad thing. So no one ever talked to me about it. Nobody ever said, oh, it's okay, or don't be afraid, things like that. It didn't make a lot of sense. But really what brings me to the story that I remember, I would have dreams or premonitions, you could say, or I would have these thoughts of things happening. And they weren't always good. And that's the thing, because sometimes this happens a lot. People will have a thought of something bad happening, and then it happens, and they get so scared, they shut it down. But if I, if you think of the world as energy, energy is always around us. And it's this permeation of coming in and out, receiving and giving. But the first time that I can really truly say there's something here or I have something or say it as a gift was my husband and I were a boyfriend and girlfriend at the time at college and we were nine hours away. And I had this full on dream that he was being chased with a flatbed truck. I mean, this was crazy. I can remember it to this day. And there were men in the truck with shotguns and he was on this 
dirt road and I could feel the car going through the mountains and I could feel the wind. It was crazy. And he was in the car in front and these people were chasing him. Okay. So the next morning, no cell phones. This is in the eighties, no cell phones, no internet. I mean, I'm really dating myself calling with quarters, putting quarters in. I finally contact the fraternity house and he finally picks up and I'm like, how was last night? What happened last night? And he's like, what do you mean? And I start to tell him and he literally there's silence on the other end. And he goes, oh, my God, I always I'm not even going to use the word he said, but he's like, I always knew there was like you were crazy. But he he's like, I'm now like really scared because I literally dreamt it to the T. He, he literally had, he had experienced exactly that. Exactly. Wow. I mean, he said it was a crazy night. They were doing, you know, they were drinking. One of his fraternity brothers threw a pitcher through this bar window. I mean, silly stuff. They came out, the townies, and they followed him with shotguns. And they were like, we're going to chase these college boys. And wow, that was the first time I was like, whoa. And at the time, we both kind of now we had known each other for a while already. There was like this understanding that there was something more. And there was an understanding that I was weird. I think that's how we would put it. Like I was weird because we didn't have another word for it. And that's what a lot of people say. And then as years went on, the things happened when I, I got pregnant with my son and right away I said, I'm having a boy. And a lot of people do that, but I had a boy. Then I got pregnant the second time and I said, something's wrong. I'm going to, there's something wrong. I miscarried. It's like all that I miscarried again. And I knew that. And there were just things that would happen. I would know, oh, so-and-so I had a dream. So-and-so was going to have a baby. And that person would have a baby. Like it was all these other things, but it was never structured. You know, it was just happening. Not until I really grew and I got older and I started to put my hands on people and do Reiki energy work. That's when the floodgates opened. And that's when I needed to have boundaries and I needed to get a little bit of, I needed a teacher because what happens is all these things were coming in. All these pictures were happening. They were they were valid. It was happening, but I didn't know what to do. And that happens a lot because you need boundaries. You need structure. You're not, I'm not just going to walk around and say, Hey, Katie, by the way, right. You know, whatever. There's a certain, so, there's a certain level of like responsibility, you know, like the uh, Spider-Man thing with great power comes great responsibility and ethics in that, that I'm sure that you had to figure out and get help with and get some guidance with on how to handle all of that. Absolutely. People say this all the time. They have the Long Island medium and other mediums and they'll be walking through this and they do this on the TV show. And people will say to me, oh, so can you see like my dead grandmother? I said, no, my hat's not on. I really have boundaries where when I'm doing a reading, I'm connecting. My spirit guides are speaking to me. They connect to your spirit guides and I'm giving you information. Just like I turn my phone on or I turn my phone off. So when I'm on, I'm on. But when I'm off, I'm just, I'm me, I'm Tina. It's not that I might not get intuitive hits, but I'm not doing a reading. I'm not tuning into your energy and I'm not tuning into your guides. You know what? I love you saying that because that had to take some training. That had to take a lot of training. And so, and this is kind of the point that I wanted to get to is you have leveraged your gifts into a business. Not only do you have the Intuitive Woman podcast, but you are a spiritual teacher and trainer. You do Reiki, you teach yoga, you do meditations, you do oil, essential oil workshops, you do retreats. I mean, you do everything a lot in the space of deepening a spiritual connection and an intuitive connection for people, women mostly, who really want to go deeper spiritually. And so you've actually developed an entire business out of this gift, which by the way, I love seeing and I feel like that's such a good example in a temple 
template of what we all do is we all get really in tune with our gifts. We get trained on how to use those gifts better and better and better. And then we turn around and use those gifts to help other people. And in doing so, we build a business. So it's just such a really good kind of outside perspective on what you've done. In doing that, I'm imagining that you have seen over and over again, and because I want to draw this conversation back to how it can pertain to the women of the Biz Women Rock community who are in the throes of building their businesses and oftentimes having so many emotion and experience and kind of that up and down roller coaster that is entrepreneurship. How have you seen being able to be in tune with spiritual habits or spiritual exercises or practices? How have you seen that work in your business? in your life? What have you implemented that has kept you in tune with that gift? Well, this is a huge topic for me because when we take these daily rituals or daily practices and we do them every day, and we'll talk about meditation and so forth, it builds the muscle that we need. And so what I am a huge proponent of is building the spiritual practice and building daily routine and ritual. And I do have a specific daily routine that I use and that has helped me personally and obviously professionally because we're the same person, right? It's like how we show up in the world. How do we show up? And so that is what I say day in and day out. You come to your yoga mat. How do you show up? You come to a conversation. How do you show up? So we have to show up for ourselves first and then we can serve others. And when we think of it like that, it's just a beautiful, again, exchange of energy. For me, my spiritual practice every morning, and I really do stick with it every morning. There's a few that, you know, things happen. And for me, it's journaling and that has changed over time. It is meditation and I talk to the Oracle or I pull an Oracle card and it used to be angel cards or Oracle cards. I don't work with tarot. That is another form, but I pull a card and I'll usually say, okay, spirit, what do you want me to know about my day today? Or, you know, ask an open-ended question and I might journal, I might pull a card and then get a message from spirit and then I'll journal about it. And usually it resonates with me. If not at the moment, it'll resonate with me the next day. I put it on my altar. I actually have an altar. So I have, and I, you can change, interchange these names if they're a little too woohoo for anyone. Sacred space, call it sacred space. If calling it altar is not something that feels good to you, but have sacred space. Where do you go to sit? to connect, to show up for yourself. And that's sacred space. So that in itself is just a big thing to connect with yourself. I love that. So in doing these practices, can you give us an example? So I'm a big journaler. That's no secret here. Can you give an example of a couple of things that you might start journaling about so that somebody who wants to start, you know, like a spiritual practice and start journaling in their days, like give me an example of where they could start. So one of the things that I love, one of the prompts I love is the simple saying is, this is what I need to say to you today. And that's it. This is what I need to say to you today. And it actually came not from me. It came from an author, Dana Falds, F-A-U-L-D-S. And she wrote these small yoga poems. And she started out, this is what I need to say to you. 
and it's to herself. So some people have heard of writing themselves a love letter. You can do that. But I love that. It's like, this is what I need to say to you. And then from there, you can write. So that's one of my favorite prompts. Another one of my favorite prompts is right now what I'm doing in my course, which I love, and I've done it for myself first. And what I normally do is I'll do something for myself and see how it feels before I share. But it's all about that facilitating. And we're going through the elements. So there's four elements, water, air, fire, and earth. And so each week that we're going through these spiritual practices, we're going through an element. So this week we're in the week of water and water is emotions. So all the affirmations they're getting each day, we use affirmations all about emotion. So I will write down different affirmations. I just make them up. They don't have to be fancy. It might be something. So the week of water is emotion. It might be, I am comfortable and in love with my life right? Because it's emotion. Where fire would be spirit and earth is the body. So we get into all of that. How cool. I love that. Now you talked about meditation a little earlier. Talk a little bit more about meditation because I feel meditation is sort of like this giant thing that we all know that we quote unquote should do or should do more of or should do daily instead of once a week or once every three months like I tend to. (laughs) But talk about what meditation could be and like what the power of meditation is. Make that word mean something a little different. Yeah. And usually when I teach meditation, I only teach it five minutes a day. I call it five minutes a day. That's it. Take five. That's my big thing. The reason for that is a lot of people believe that meditation's goal is to turn the brain off, is to turn the mind off and have no thought. And honestly, that's not going to happen. I'm just going to say it the way it is. You can make more space in your thoughts. You can quiet your mind slightly. But I like to think of it just the idea of meditation is... For example, if you're in your kitchen and you're cooking a meal, but in the background you have your television on, you don't really know what's going, you might hear the sound and you might hear the television program, but you're not really in tune with it, but it's there, it's going on, but you're pretty working your meal. So that's similar to meditation. What's happening is that in your mind, you're connecting on maybe your breath or you're connecting on mantra and your thoughts are in the background. And then maybe your thoughts come forward for a moment, but then they go back. So again, you're not going to turn your mind off. The powerful part of meditation is doing it on a consistent basis, even if it's five minutes a day and everybody has a smartphone, take out your smartphone, put your timer on, sit in a comfortable position. Do not cross your legs or lotus or anything. Back straight, feet on the ground. How I meditate is back straight, feet on the ground, knees over ankles, hands resting at side. And then I have a pillow behind my back in my, in my chair. That's it. No fancy way. And then sit for five minutes and breathe in and breathe out. And when the five minutes is up, you're done. It's doing it every day. The habits, that spiritual habit. (laughs) And I I want to recommend a really great resource. I was just looking at my phone to remember that, make sure I'm saying the name right. Someone had recommended this to me. I had asked on Facebook, on my personal profile a few weeks ago about like what daily habits, or I didn't even say daily. I said, what positive habits have you instilled in your life over the past year that have made a really big difference? I think I got like 150 comments on it of people. And 
a vast majority of them said meditation. And one of the tools and resources that came up a lot was an app called Headspace. And I checked it out. And basically what it is, is it it kind of teaches you in layman's terms how to meditate. And it just gives you that habit. And so it's this guy with this great voice and they'll set like a reminder for you. You could say, yes, send me a reminder at this time every day to like turn off the phone and do this meditation. And they'll give you a certain, like the first one's like three minutes. The second one's like five minutes. And I don't know if they go much longer than that, but again, it's the habit of doing that. And there were a few people who commented about that particular app, but overall the people who had commented about meditation had just rave things to say about how it's completely shifted how they show up. That was kind of a term that kept coming up, which I just love. And and I feel like it doesn't have to be that difficult. You can just show up and practice. You can just show up five minutes a day. Let me just figure this out. So I think the bigger picture of meditation is everyone gets caught up in, if I sit in meditation, what's the expectation? And and I always say to them, you're not going to see rainbows or your dead grandmother. Sit in meditation and breathe for five minutes and move on. Because they, everyone has this expectation that something will happen, but it's not what happens in the meditation. It's what happens after the meditation. That's the gift that everybody doesn't get. It's like the meditation part's going to give them something in that meditation. Yes, their heart rate's going to lower. Everything's going to be so good for them. But after that, it's how do they show up? How do they move through their day? And that's really the benefit of it. That's the byproduct. I love it. It's almost like working out. Like you don't always love the workout. They're not always like the best thing in the world. You don't have to love the workout. You can have awesome workouts that were amazing. You can have workouts that suck and you dread it every second of it. But the major benefit of it is the after effect, like how good you feel about yourself, how much energy you have. I love that. I want to get into the practical of how this can really show up for business women. How can we tap into deeper? I feel like we already are pretty well in tune with like the voice, right? Like what we know, like it's the right time. You mentioned that earlier on. Like, I feel like it's the right time to do this. And I don't know if we're always calling that our intuition. I don't know if we always have a name on it, but we know what it is. Like we know when we need to do this or we need to make that decision, but then doubt comes in or what about her? What about that other person doing this? Like, so I want to see if we can have just a really cool conversation about what the possibilities are about how tuning into our intuition, tuning into like what our inner voice is really saying and trying to teach us to help keep us on our path, right? And keep us on in our lane and doing the things that we really want to be doing. So, I mean, have you seen or experienced yourself or seen from clients of yours, any examples of sort of when the value of tapping into this intuition and when the value of these habits start showing up as it relates to leading your business and what you're doing in your business? I have. The majority is listening. It's really, I mean, it's so simple, but it's so deep is listening, listening, listening. And that is why meditation gets you there. And I'm using meditation. It could be, again, like sitting quietly for your breath. But if we don't get quiet, we can't listen. It's just too noisy. So when we start to listen, we're able to think of those things. So what happens is we have these thoughts or we have these emotions that come in. And when we're quiet and we listen, there's a lot of things that happen. So in the intuitive jargon, they talk about the clairs. And so they talk about clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentient, and claircognance. And they're basically clairvoyance is seeing 
So it's like seeing things either just like if I said, Katie, close your eyes and can you see a red ball? You would see a red ball. That's what it is. And everybody makes it more than that, but that's what it is. And then Claire audience is what you hear. So what are you hearing? Are you hearing Katie, you're awesome. Go for it. Are you hearing something else? So it comes in all different forms. So when I help people or work people through the intuition, everybody, there's those different Claire's that tend to be stronger And when you can tap into them, so what am I hearing? What am I feeling? What am I seeing? And what do I know? And it may not happen for all of that, but then you have your business. Then you have your feeling of what I'm going to do next. So for me, I tend to be more clairvoyant. If you were telling me a story right now, I see it all in my head. I constantly see it. I constantly see it all the time. And I thought I was like everybody before I started doing this work and before I started to get more boundaries and trained. I asked people, well, do you see pictures? And they're like, I don't see anything or I don't see. So you only know what you know. Some people hear things all the time, but they can't decipher is that, you know, is that my thoughts or those, is that an aha hit? Some people feel it. They feel it in their body. And some people just know. Most people have claircognance. They just know what to do, but they don't know why. Ah. So that's another, that's, I feel like you have that. Like you just yeah. know, and then it just, that's it. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to give you a really practical example that literally just happened last night of how this shows up in your business and why it's so important to do these habits to stay in tune with that. That's what this ultimately is. Like truthfully, being healthy and being fit isn't hard. It's like just show up and do the work, right? It's the same thing with these spiritual habits. So I'm going to get, and I do a lot of this stuff. I'm not always great with the meditation, but I do a lot of journaling. I'm like super in touch with my inner voice. Like what do I really need? What do I really want? So last night I'm doing this massive revamp of the Biz Women Rock website. Okay. And all right, ladies, I'm going to tell you it straight. This is so embarrassing. I did this revamp at the beginning of 2017. This is so embarrassing. And the way that I generally work with my web guy is I will draw a sketch of what I want, let's say the homepage to look like. And I'm drawing him a sketch of what I want, where, what's supposed to go where. And I have the strategic reasons why everything's there. So I had drawn this sketch for him, gosh, like March. And now it's October when we're talking... (laughs) (laughs) life and business have happened. And so I literally got on the phone with him and I was like, okay, we sort of like re got our brains back into it. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to re-sketch this stuff because now looking back, there's not all that stuff is relevant. Now I'm going to re-sketch this. And I sat there and I started drawing the sketch. And then about three minutes into it, I stared for another 30 minutes realizing I need to get a lot more clear about my message, like who I am now, what the brand is now. Like I actually need to do a little deep work here. And immediately what I knew was that I had to call my friend, Jason. My friend, Jason is a branding genius. And I was like, I need a session with Jason. I know it. The second thought that came in my head, which all of us feel, well, how much is that going to be? I don't know. Do I have a budget for that right now? I don't know. I mean, will he give me a discount because I'm his friend? I don't know about that. I mean, maybe I don't really need it. I mean, I'm a strategist. Shouldn't I be able to do this for myself? I mean, all of that noise, right? But my knowing was like, in order for you to get the end result, which is, well, the mid result is redesign this website. The end result is actually doing a lot better job of being able to connect with the amazing women who are part of this community and doing a better job of communicating that to the public, right? I knew what the answer was. And so after doing this internal stupid debate in my head, I was like, Katie, you know the answer. Like none of that other forethought, like afterthoughts, none of that matters. Like, you know the answer, just do it. And so immediately I called him, we were talking, we're actually having a session later on today. And it was like, that's how powerful it is to really know what that intuition is, what that voice is, what is true for you. 
if that wouldn't have been as strong for me, all of those afterthoughts, all of those doubts, all of those what ifs, all of those external factors would have overrode what I knew to be true. And you know what else happens is usually when it happens quick and fast like that, that's intuition. It's when you're pondering and you're not so sure. That's not really intuition. That's getting into the, oh my gosh, it's too much money or I should be able to do this on my own. It comes in like a flash, but it comes in. And if you can think that moment back, because it happens so quickly and if maybe you can even talk to the talk about this is that when it came in wasn't there just like a feeling in your body almost that it was right does that make sense totally yep it was like a flash of light yeah. like yep i know yeah. i know that's the answer i know Exactly. And then everything else happened. Like, do I really need to call him? How much will this be? Should I do it? It comes in that quickly and it can come in just like that. For me, sometimes it will be like the thought, but sometimes I'll get like a word. It's almost like a spanner. I can't explain it, but it's almost like this word across my screen. I call it my reading screen in my head. So it'll say blah, 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 almost like a neon sign. And you know, my eyes are open. I could be driving in the car and get that. But where did it come from? It came from source. It came from us. It came from spirit, however you connect with that. And I think that the only way that we really recognize that that's real and that, yes, we should listen to that is if we do the daily work so that we know if that's in line or not with us. If we know, well, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I know myself well enough to know, boom, that this is how I want to show up in my business. And I don't want to do a half-assed job doing this. And then I'm not really doing the work right. You know what I mean? And like, this is what I preach to everyone else. Why? I need to do it for myself. (laughs) So totally. I love, I love that. So the question ultimately is, I really believe that every single one of you listening right now is totally spiritual, is a spiritual being. And typically the women who are attracted to Biz Women Rock, the women who are a part of the community, who are listening to the show, are doing a business that they really love and are continuing to build businesses that they really love for really meaningful purposes, right? Ultimately, we, I think we all have a deep desire to impact other people, to live a heart-centered business. That's kind of a popular phrase that's going around right now. But that basically means that we're doing work that's meaningful, just as meaningful for us, and it fills us and meaningful for the other people on the end of that work. You know, like it's it's work that is done to lift others up. And the reason I'm bringing it back to that is because the more work that you do and the more focused work that you do to be in touch with this inner self and this intuition, the easier this road's going to be because you're going to be totally connected with the true guidance. And by the way, I do want to just mention this, which is especially in this noisy world of comparisons, especially in the noisy world of self-doubt, especially when all of these other like subconscious yucky things come up as we're in this journey, because they do no matter what. I don't care if you have a $10,000 a year business or a million dollar a year business or a $10 million a year business, they come up. And knowing this is like the antidote for that. It's like, no, I know, I know that this is the next move. I know that this is the decision I need to make. And the stronger that connection is, the less likely you are to fall off into the self-doubt and the comparison and the, oh, I need to do that because everyone else is doing that kind of a thing. Yeah. And I also think that the universe gives us signs all the time. So I talk a lot about what signs are. And so the universe is always giving us signs. It's just opening your eyes to those signs. And they can come in so many different forms. It's almost like once you're awakened to this, once you're awakened to the intuition within you, your daily routine, connecting to yourself and being a spiritual, we're all spiritual beings, but allowing yourself to feel and know and go with all these connections, then 
it does. It's like what you said, your life just becomes so much more purposeful and you're serving and you're living your passion. And it gets me so excited because there's so many areas that you can take it into your life, but it does have to begin with ritual and it does have to begin with routine. And it's like, it's like me, like I just started, we just got a Peloton and I'm not an exercise. I will do yoga every day of the week, but put me on that bike. And I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it, but I know the benefit and the after effect. And so when you do your spiritual practice, when you do your daily ritual and routine, you're building that muscle and that, and you're building that connection with yourself. You're really connecting to your spirit. That's what you're doing, but you're doing it on a conscious level and a focus clarity to build that business and build your life really. Cause your life and especially everyone in the community that you've built our life and our business is right. We're one. Yeah. We're, we're what we are. Yeah. I love that. So. Okay. So you have this amazing challenge that you do. So if, if this has piqued your interest and you're like, dude, I need to do these spiritual habits. I absolutely need to implement this. Tina has a very, very cool three-day spiritual habit challenge that she has. It's totally for free and I highly recommend it. So what can anyone expect if they want to go and get this three-day spiritual habit challenge for free? What can they expect? It's so simple and so easy. Anybody can do it. And it's committing to three days. I say anyone can do anything for three days. And it's different prompts that I take you through. It is very small tasks that you do. So one day is going to be a journaling prompt. One day is a seated breath meditation. And the other one is a mantra or affirmation. And so once you do these things for three days, you know that first of all, you've connected to yourself for three days. You've also built that habit that, oh, I can do this more, or I really like that. I want, I want more of it. And again, it's small and it's short. And a lot of people really have found that they've continued with it and they've expanded with it and they've been able to take it into their life on whatever level works for them. So where can somebody go to find that three-day spiritual habit challenge? TinaConroy.com is my website. And everything is right there. Just sign up and you'll be in the challenge. And you're challenging yourself, by the way. So this is a a personal challenge. And by the way, I want to end by saying that you can know what you need to know, but putting it into action is a whole different practice. And I am just such a big believer in my actions and how I do things and that to get help and support. And something like a three-day spiritual habit challenge is that support for you. So you can tell yourself all day long, yeah, 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 I'm going to meditate tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do this tomorrow. I promise you, go opt in, go get this three-day spiritual habit challenge and let those emails be a nice reminder for you to actually do it. It's an extra awesome boost of support. So Tina, I can't thank you enough for being on the show and sharing your wisdom and just helping bring a lot of full circle knowledge on how we can make this whole business experience so much more meaningful and purposeful and enjoyable. And I just, I love this conversation. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love talking about this and I love being part of your community and just everybody know that you have intuition and there's so much that can be done with it. So believe in yourself and know it's there. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this episode today. I am so grateful that you are here listening. If you want to connect with your fellow listeners and start having more and more business conversations so that you can learn all the intricacies you need to learn about growing a business and growing it purposefully and making it grow beyond what you can possibly imagine, 
Go connect with thousands of other business owners in the Biz Women Rock community. We have a private Facebook group that is totally free for you at bizwomenrock.com forward slash group. I look forward to seeing you in there.